Well, hello and welcome to Audionautic Deep Space Network, episode 83. This is the Independent Musician's Guide to Production and Promotion. Today, we're talking all about recent Bandcamp purchase, the recent Bandcamp purchase. What does it mean for independent musicians who rely on the site? Who or what exactly is SongTrader, the company that bought them? And we'll also talk about our personal thoughts on the subject. Uh, me personally, I've been using SongTrader for several years, forgot that I even had an account there, and then reopened it because of this. And, and we'll talk about that. Uh, then finally, we'll also talk about personal branding as an artist, exploring how we can use themes and concepts to build connections with our fans. This is brought to us by one of our patrons, Frequency Control Center. Yeah, very much so. And uh, this show is brought wholeheartedly to us by our patrons who join us for the live show before it goes uh, across to streamers out on Saturday. You can head to patreon.com to join us and share your opinions on the stream as well additional, as additional bonus content and hangouts. My name is Curtis and uh, with me back once again is Sam Wolfer. How are you doing, brother? Hey, yeah, I'm sleepy, man. I'm, I'm very sleepy, but I am doing quite well. It's been a surreal couple weeks. Very awesome. Uh, but it's good to have some semblance of normalcy uh, being here. That's what you need. That's what you need. Uh, welcome back. It's lovely to have the thank Three Musketeers are back on it again. It's always lovely. Um, so we have a sleep-addled somewhere, and we also have a Actually, no, wait. Tool. According to Survey Journal, I might be AI. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I, guys. Oh, yeah, guys hands, hold, on. Yeah. hold on. Hold on. I gotta, we got to do the proof here. We got to do the proof. I, I've Two got hands. normal hands. Uh, yeah, they're, they're the real thing. It, it's the real me. I swear. Unless it's a really sick AI holding up real hands, <laughs> or very, very advanced. Uh, I do also want to say hello to all of our patrons in the chat. It is great to hear from all of you. Uh, before we get to Eon Lake, really quick, I do want to say we've got Shady Ridge in the chat. How are you? We've got Bendu. Awesome to see you, Hydro Fighter. Who uh, apparently he won't be able to join much. That's a total bummer. But. Uh, oh. We look forward to seeing you when we can. I know that mandatory work stuff, no bueno. Uh, we've also got David in the chat. Eon Lake is even in the chat. I don't know how he's in two places at once. But the man is the man is AI. that powerful. Maybe it's AI. Maybe he's got the AI. Show your hands, Eon Lake. Proof of it. There we go. Okay. Okay. This is like our original. This is our Turing, is our Turing test. The the audionautic Turing test is the uh, the proof of hands. And uh, I'm yeah. More and, <laughs> Yeah, but uh, Ian, like, how are you? I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. It's good to have the three of us again. It's nice. And now you know what I mean <laughs> about becoming the dad. <laughs> it's just like sleep deprivation, huh? Yeah, I a used lot to of be really sharp, witty. You know, had lots to say, and then I had children, and I became a shadow. I don't know, man. When we talk about drums, you still have a lot to say. So exactly, my other children <laughs> over there. Your other children, yeah. Or They're all my children. All of my toys here. David's but proven he's somewhere. not AI in the chat with his hands up. Appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> that might need to be the start of every episode. Everybody in the Thanks chat needs yeah. to prove you're not an AI model of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Curtis, uh, what have you been up to? Hmm. Uh, it's been a busy one. Uh, I have had very little time for production this week. Uh, my lights in my theater are still uh, what is scientifically known as fucked. So I've been fixing that. Foobar. 
foobar. foobar. Uh, yeah, I've been going through rewiring, recabling, resetting, redoing, and getting there slowly. I'm getting there slowly. So it's been a lot of long hours and lots of overtime in the real world. Not much time sent here. But at the same time, I also uh, managed to send you one more song for my album. So... Yeah, I, I, I love how was... as soon as as soon as Luca, my son, comes, everybody's hitting me up for mastering. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> I'm not I'm not complaining. That. I love it. I love mastering and all that, but I'm like, just okay. I need a I need a sec. <laughs> <laughs> Keep him busy. Yeah, no, it's nice. It's nice to it's nice to get uh, when I can find the minutes. I still have to download a few of my mastering chain effects to my laptop. So I actually have to come in the shed to do the masters, which uh, it it proves difficult sometimes, but I'm I'm I gotta get I think it's I need to get that clipper that you recommended Eon Lake from SoftTube or TK. What, uh, it's like soft. Yeah. I don't know. There's a there's a clipper that you recommended that I use, yeah. and then um, I love the in it as well, isn't it? it does I think so. And then I love the uh, the L1 limiter from from Waves, and uh, now at least that you're able to buy them independently, I have to rebuy it. But so I gotta get that. But uh, but yeah. That I, I Curtis, I know the the one constant during this last few weeks has been you having issues with your lighting rig. <laughs> I wake yeah. up like, let's see, has he solved it? And it's like, no, I talked with the company at like four a.m. my time. And it's still not working. I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> no, uh, no, getting there slowly. Crocs are crocem, as the checks would say. Um, I'm not so much of a lighting technician as probably you're aware i'm more of a sound engineer and uh who would have thunk it um so when these things go to right it takes me a little bit longer um but we're getting good to get out we're of your comfort there. zones and and i like oh, yeah. i told you if it makes you feel any better i know how to plug power into a light and that's a, that's about it like when it comes to lighting rigs and stuff so you know more than me and really quick want to say hello to maureen's friend i know it's him because he's got the hands up so yeah ah, yeah 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 yeah, but, but uh, how are you guys? Let us know how you guys have been. It's been a while since I made it a little bit, I think, last week, but I, I don't even know what I said on last week's checks. I was I was just there to be there. I was, <laughs> You've been in the mirage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I could barely hear because because the baby was crying and I was like, well, I'm here. That That's what matters. But love to hear from everybody. It's good to see you all. So I'd love to hear how you all have been. Um, let us know. But Curtis, what, what uh, should we get into the the news? This is well, pretty. Before crazy. we do that, what's what's that thing in front of Curtis? Oh, what's, this, oh. what's that? I, 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 I finally oh. managed to get myself a brand new microphone. Hello, look at this little guy. Yeah. It's cute, isn't it? Yeah. It's very cute. Yeah. I don't know how much difference it's going to make. Um, the well, you're not turning um, into like a dubstep, just mm-hmm. like warble. So, so we've made yeah. progress, mm-hmm. I think moving making progress on that front and i'm hoping that because it's usb it's not going through an interface i'm hoping that it's going to unlock from this end the ability to do more uh live demos in ableton i've been having yes. problems because i run on a windows you guys have got loop back um for mac but I have, I have a windows and so there's nothing there are a few bits and bobs but it's a bit more convoluted and i am not particularly computer literate so it's been causing me problems but the aim, as we keep saying, is to do these more of these live demos, and this is the first step in towards that, so to speak. So we're hoping when I, when so things get a bit less crazy after TEDx next week, I think we'll be able to do a bit more. But well, here's hoping. We I mean, we've got a demo from you next week, which we'll stay, which we're going to talk more about later. 
because first we've got some big news, but that's why we're hoping. But yeah, I do want to say though, even if you can't do the Ableton stuff and all that, the better sound of the mic is just it's music to my ears, literally. Mm. Interesting, interesting. Uh, it's nice to see. I'm glad everyone's happy. <laughs> say again, Ian. Like it hasn't dropped out once. It's been... Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Don't jinx it. <laughs> uh, it's cool. I mean, uh, I know that you guys have previously used the Yeti, and that you're using a few different ones. And I mm. thought, you know, for the sake of difference, I went for the Sennheiser uh, Performer. I think it's called. Okay. Um, it seems maybe to be we nice. Can do a this is the first roundup. Maybe, maybe microphone um, roundup. You know, we're gonna see what this is like. I opted to not go for the road. I, you know, you guys know I love road, but mm. I've got. A, I love these little dials on the side, which the road doesn't have. So I was like, I've got to have dials, man. I've got to have knobs. Have knobs. Well. knobs. Right there. So you got the lights too. It's got yeah, one there's like green some light. green or something. Right? Yeah, there you oh, go. Green light. Yeah, yeah. and Whoa, it turns red okay. if I mute it. It's, it's that cool. Was fun. It's cool. That's that Moving alert that the uh, Hydro Fighter, if you guys heard that, that's that alert that Hydro Fighter mentioned that everyone in the U.S. would get. Sorry if everyone got that, but now you know what we're dealing with over here. Mm. So, you know, there you go. Well, uh, people didn't tune in to hear about my new microphone. They tuned in to hear or this alert going down and back or this alert. <laughs> people tuned in to hear about what's going on in the world. The Discord has been alive with uh, chatter this week, which is lovely because... Mm. Bandcamp has been bought out once more. It's only been 18 months since we sat down to discuss this ourselves, but mm. Bandcamp has been bought out. Um, and some author has gone mental with the note taking. So we'll start with some author and then we'll go into into the, what the community is saying. And I'll take over. So some author, take it away, brother. Yeah, so this uh, is really quick. David in the chat, Luke is crying now. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I might get a text from wife and have to go, go in for a minute, but uh, we'll see. But um, I totally forgot that that was right. I knew people were talking about that alert was going to happen, but I did not realize it was right during this. Uh, my sense of time and just circadian rhythm is gone. So sorry about that, everyone. But uh, but we're all right. Let's let's get on to the topic at hand, which is Bandcamp bought by SongTrader. Now, I'm curious, chat, are any of you familiar with the company SongTrader? And I, I ask this because in a little bit, I was shocked by it. The move song trader has been making since 2019 uh and i'm curious curtis have you ever heard of song trader right of it never used it okay and eon lake i have have i used it i have an account on it and i have two songs on it and just before the show i logged into it to see what's happened to them over the last few years and yeah not much <laughs> and when did you when did you sign up it was a few years ago. Okay, yeah. So I signed up in 2017. Uh, I'll talk about that, though, in a minute, because it has changed quite drastically. I hadn't used it since 2019, and I was shocked at how sparse it had become. And we were talking about that in the Discord. Really quick, I appreciate everybody in the chat. David said, no, never heard of it. Frequency Control Center said, never heard of Song Trader before. And uh, Bendu said, never heard of it before they bought Bandcamp. Yeah, I, I figured that would be the common theme. And if you're watching this back on... Um, any of the podcast platforms or on YouTube after we're live, let us know in the comments if you'd ever heard of Song Trader or if you've ever used them and you had heard of them. I'm very curious because I'm going to get into it. So, um, Curtis, if you don't mind uh, sharing that blog post that I put, the first link of many that I've given you to open today, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to. Uh, 
I'm going to talk what they say about their Bandcamp acquisition, and then we'll talk what Song Trader is, because I, I want to hear from them and share what they're saying. So uh, let me share this. And there's a couple paragraphs that I think are important. Curtis, are you able to zoom in at all? Yeah. Uh, let's have a look. If not, I'll go full screen, but yeah, perfect. Those two paragraphs are the key ones, the top and bottom one, uh, the one under it. Yeah. They're spaced by a filler one. So basically Song Trader, which they themselves call a music licensing platform and marketplace company supporting artists, labels, and publishers, and Epic Games, a leading interactive entertainment company and provider of 3D engine technology with their um, Unreal Engine. They announced today, this is a couple days ago, that Song Trader is acquiring Bandcamp. Song Trader will continue to operate Bandcamp as a marketplace and music community with an artist-first revenue share. Song Trader will also offer Bandcamp artists the ability and choice to have their music licensed to all forms of media, including content creators, game and app developers, and brands. This will enable artists to continue to own and control their rights, music rights, and increase their earning capacity from Song Trader's global licensing network. So that's kind of the key of Song Trader. It's a the way I described it is what it used to really be was um, like a submit hub for sync placements. They used to post that. So I started using it in 2017. Okay. And they used to post like companies and media would licensing companies, sync companies would post things like looking for music in the style of, I never saw this one, but I'm just going to say it because it's in my mind, boards of Canada uh, for a, a commercial that's blah, blah, blah. And then you would go and you would pitch to them a song that you had on the website. And then it would get shortlisted if they liked it. And then however many they shortlisted, they would choose one. And then you get notified either it got chosen or it didn't. And you'd get money and they would take a 50% fee of it. And I can show you, I got a song placed on some like, I think it was a Korean like marketplace thing where it would go in malls or something. It might've been somewhere else, but it was $5 that I got for the song and I got two fifty, dollars And that's still in the bank there on Song Trader. Um, and that was the only one I ever got listed for, but this was a long time ago. Um, now that whole thing, that like marketplace is gone. And there's just a few options where Song Trader asks, oh, we're looking for a song in this style. They don't say the company or anything. And you can submit and it says, if you're shortlisted, you're not confirmed to be in it. We'll just let you know. So they like reduced all that. And you used to have credits, just like SubmitHub, you had free credits and paid ones. Mm -hmm. The pro, you could submit, I think, unlimited or it would give you more. So they kept decreasing and making it more monetized and more monetized. And now it's just this kind of shell of it. And then there's this separate section now called monetization where you can opt into all these sync opportunities, but you don't do anything for it. It's just like if your keywords are there and the company searches that keyword, they might shortlist you. It's way less interactive and way less uh, user-friendly, I would say. But so that's where they're at now. Um, if any patrons or anybody in the chat is curious about what the pro now offers, because it kind of sounds like that older style I described is still there for the pro, let us know because we'll check it out. We'll use some patron support to mm. get pro for a month and we can report back if anybody's curious, because I think this is kind of where this Bandcamp thing's going. Um, so that's the first one. Now let's talk about what Song Trader is. I mean, we kind of described it, but um, it's a marketplace, right? And it's changed over the years. They're claiming that they're going to secure licensing deals for Bandcamp, including with Epic Games, who they just bought from, which will continue to collaborate with Bandcamp on projects like Fortnite Radio, which I think is 
you can correct me if I'm wrong, chat, but one of the only things Epic did with Bandcamp, they integrated a Fortnite radio with it. I think that's one of the few. I think Lars, one of our patrons, mentioned they got it on Apple CarPlay too, but I'm not sure about that. Um, but yeah, yeah, he like, mentioned that. Yeah, yeah, that's like all they did. Um, and then I think Survey Channel, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but you mentioned Bandcamp unionized or tried to unionize like right before Epic sold them. So that's an interesting thing. And uh, I believe there's been talk. Uh, Pitchfork, which we have an article from, asked some questions about this stuff, but they've declined a lot. Now, I do want to get into something I found very interesting because this is why I asked everybody if you're familiar with Song Trader. Everybody said no, right? Well, they've bought, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. They've bought like seven or eight companies for millions of dollars since 2019. We've got in 2019, they acquired creative licensing agency Big Sync Music. 2020, they acquired Q Songs, originally founded by singer-songwriter Peter Gabriel. In 2022, they merged those two, Big Sync and Q Songs. Also in 2020, they invested 1.42 million Australian. Uh, what, what's their uh, currency? Is it dollars? Currency? Aust dollars? Okay. Australian, Australian dollars yeah. into a company called Jaxta. They followed that by a further 3 million Australian dollars in April 2022. In 2021, they bought Songzoo, a sound design company with studios in Sydney and Singapore. They bought in April of that year a music streaming platform called Pretzel and another one called TuneFind. 2021, they also acquired Massive Music and uh, they got a metadata company, Music Cube. There's like two or three more and then they just bought Bandcamp. So they are dropping tons of money and buying stuff up left and right. But it seems like very few have even heard of them. So I don't know there, but I'm going to throw, that's my long thing. We can talk the pitchfork part uh, next uh, a little bit that they declined to comment about a few things, but I'm curious to get Curtis mm -hmm. and Eon Lake's take. Uh, Eon Lake, you probably have something important to say here. That's, that's very optimistic and cheery. Do you mind starting us <laughs> off? I think everything's wonderful. It's all wonderful. We should continue to love each other and yeah, everything's going to be fine. But I'm um, oh, sorry about this. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I think yet. I'll be honest. I'm reserving <laughs> judgment. Um, mm, there is a part of me, and oh, he's so cynical. I don't talk to him very much. But there is a part of me that says, you know, well, what do what do Epic know that they want to sell after such a short time? Um, it, it's more about that, really, my thinking, than particularly Song Trader buying them. Song trader buying them seems to make a bit of sense in the in the uh, you know shooting fish in a barrel sort of sense. Why have people come to you to submit their songs and everything when you can get a line into them directly? But um, yeah, I don't know what I think about that yet. We'll wait and see. Um, wait till I actually read the next article too, because there's a few things they declined to comment on that I didn't like. But let's hear well, from that Curtis. Was another thing, because oh, I think I'm sorry, like they're in the you know acquisition and the phase where they will you know, spend a few months looking through everything and then maybe start making decisions about where they're going. They've probably got an idea already, but we'll review the business first and see how it works. But I'm hoping that the, the the fact that they're not commenting on any of this stuff is just hey, just what you see, pal. Just the press, just the press release for now. We're not, mm. you know, communicating anything, and I certainly don't have the power to express an opinion on anything, rather than anything more shady than that. You know, that it's like well, big changes, but we're not ready to reveal it yet. 
I think it is probably more just at the moment. Yeah, just a press release is all we're going to say, and we'll figure it out later. But I like that. Buy it and then see what happens. Yeah. Can I just share one of my concerns? Because that brings up something. By all means, go ahead. Before we get to Kurt, I want to hear from you, Curtis. I just, this is my big concern. So I already mentioned how they went from having these free credits and the paid version, and then they would lessen and lessen how many free credits you'd get. And then it, that's why I just stopped. It became like the the free submission was useless, basically. And now it's even that's all basically gone. Um, yeah. But my concern is so to do licensing and things like that, that's going to require copyright. And they do to answer Bendu's question in the chat. They do distribute music. I've never tried them. We can try something maybe uh, if you guys want to see. But. I'm concerned that the more you start doing sync licensing and things like that, you're bringing into copyright, copyright checking. They have to do copyright checks. They even have, you can opt in the songs you upload on them for YouTube uh, ad revenue, which means they're, they're part of that content ID thing. That's a nightmare on YouTube. So my concern there is all of that stuff requires an increase in copyright, which requires money and things like that. I'm wondering if they're going to issue in like a tiered system. This is just, concern on my part no confirmation whatsoever to get into those things which i guess they might have to and i understand but is it gonna happen like what song trader did lessening the free submissions where the just using Bandcamp as we do now is that going to become less and less useful because things are going to get locked behind paywalls and things like that again not confirmed not even mentioned but what they're saying they're going to enable Bandcamp users to do while good i'm wondering if there's a catch and uh, just yeah. Curtis, one last thing. We've got a couple chats. David says, are we getting ready to pay for accounts? I don't know. That's what I'm concerned about. Uh, and then he says, maybe Bandcamp was actually worth something. It's possible. They didn't disclose the amount. Curtis, what's your thoughts on this? Um, in a, I, th- I think that it, the Epic Games purchase, while we all kind of optimistic at the notion when it came out and they actually did nothing with it, True. To see it then go on to something else can only be a good thing. Something's better than nothing, perhaps. Now, um, yeah, uh, Bendu says it. Bendu says it already. So, uh, Bandcamp already has pro accounts. So, true. I mean, being will they increase the already, price? Yeah, but, you I mean, know, or the, three tiers. But that's true, Bendu. You're right. They what, do. The, the question is, what would they do with that money if that was the case? Now, I don't mind spending a bit of money. I pay for DistroKid, and they're great, and they distribute, and you know, it's it's, a, it's an investment in in my work and art. Um, I don't mind. I Bandcamp has always had, we've always said, it always has the potential to be the absolute grassroots streaming service or platform for us indie artists, and it is, and it has such potential to grow and be something more than it currently is. Now, Song, song Trader look like they've got a lot of money behind them. Now. In my limited notion of a knowledge of business, you can you're in your acquisition phase and you're growing and you're expanding, and either they'll do something with it or they're buying it just to ensure that no one else buys it, so to speak. Um, so I obviously hope for the former, not the latter. But they got a lot of money. They have a they've a long history in the music industry. Um, they have seemingly great connections with other companies now because they own them all. I mean, that that can't necessarily be a bad thing. Um I would like to see it. I'd like to see I'd like to see a more uh 
homegrown grassroots kind of merch stand uh, through Bandcamp more than it already is. So the concern though is, is it going to go that way with grassroots or with everything they do and their streaming nature and things like that? Are they going to bring in streaming, which again requires all the royalty payments and all that stuff? It's it's just it's an interesting thought process. I can see it in this optimistic way, and then I can see it in this pessimistic or dystopian way like it could go either way and i guess my past experience of how they've changed their website over time colors it to be a little more pessimistic which i mentioned in the discord feels rare for me because i always try to be the optimistic one but i'm like real quick uh i do want to share this this is song trader this is my account uh this is the opt-ins you can do so u.s mechanical royalty collection which they say pros don't do like the pros you know bmi and stuff here's the youtube monetization uh let me i don't know if i can zoom in sorry i'm on the screen so let me just see is that any bigger or did that just get messy okay then there's this network tv opportunity make your music available for various networks Mm -hmm. there's a twitch one tiktok stock music and youtube licensing resellers business overhead radio i think that's what one of my songs was on that one i mentioned app mm-hmm. games and platforms compilation albums and big sync music so big sync's one of the ones they bought remember uh, it was like mm-hmm. the first one they bought so that's one of the things so that's that and then if we go to let me go to monetization not monetization i'm sorry uh distribution i've never done it but you can see it goes to spotify apple youtube tiktok deezer title amazon music not many if that's all they go to um mm. but interesting and Man. then let's see where's that here's the music wanted this is all it is now. Just a couple that are open and you just go and you now you can submit two songs to each of these, which is actually a little better than you just get four submissions per month. So it's kind of better, but kind of not because it's just you just like submit two songs, no text or anything. And then it's just if it gets chosen, it gets chosen. I hear this now. Is it what's the alternative, right? The alternative is like traditional uh, distribution, right? Through like in the uk you've got prs uh here in the czech republic we have uh osa for example i don't know what it is over in is that like bmi uh, and ascap is that what you're talking about BMI, the pros? ASCAP, yeah. stuff like that yeah right now but so you still every- have to have that for this or should it's it's separate well mm-hmm. this is this is what this is what i'm saying so if you've got this right I, so everything i've got everything i've made commercially and everything i've made personally is all up in osa right now it takes on average from submission to contract to paycheck the delay is about two and a half years which is insane it's an insane delay and that is all based on things such as um uh, a revenue your payment to be on the platform uh where they're getting their uh where you're collecting royalties from it doesn't include neighboring rights all this stuff right the question is the real question is what's their time lapse if you are going to get on a sync licensing for example what's their cut how long are you going to take to get the royalties is there a threshold these are the things that we need to know if there's going to be anything to come through to see if it's worth it if they're going to do that and do it effectively and do that uh, more effectively than what's already on the market sure that's great and if they're going to develop uh bank camp in that regard even better but again, too early to tell. Press release is all we've got. And I remain optimistic. But yeah, yeah that's where we're I, going. I, yeah. I, I just, I don't, I don't know. I, I want to be optimistic about it. I think if it's all opt-ins like Song Trader is now, 
that's great. But like you're saying, it, it does depend all of this. And like I said, I don't know if it still is, but the previous free version of Song Trader cut was 50%. And I believe you get 80% and they take 20 if you're pro. So even if you're paying them, there is a, a, a split still. But I mean, I guess I kind of get that because you're using their network and all that stuff. But still, uh, before I go into this Pitchfork article, we've got a couple more comments. David says, I'm pessimistic. Get ready for spam. And then Survey Channel says, imagine this being a good thing. Uh, David is concerned that they're going to prey on young producers. Uh, that's his fear. Mm. Hydro Fighter, little different, says, I wouldn't become afraid too soon. The transaction just happened. My guess is this is what Eon Lake was saying, too. They'll have to analyze their tech debt just to keep it running, as is before any major changes can happen. Mm -hmm. Survey Channel says, but I... I was also very pessimistic about Epic buying. Unfortunately, we can't predict what they'll do. But with corporations, you can't trust them. Yeah, to that point, I i mean, we talked about in an episode on Epic. And I'll link it in the description uh, after. Hold on, Ian, like one second. After this, it'll go in the description. If you want to watch our original thoughts about the Epic thing. Because we made all this. Oh, is it going to be doom and gloom? Is it good? And nothing changed, like Survey Channel <laughs> saying. Either. Now, was that due to uh, they were just trying to test something? Because I remember there was a whole talk about the apple storefront or whatever on ios takes like a bigger percentage or something and they were the epic and apple have been in this big lawsuit and all this so there was some thought that that might be it but who knows but they never really changed anything a uh, couple bits more it's just the chat's going i appreciate it um wow. let me eon like i still want to hear from you but bender says i'm also yeah. pessimistic perhaps they know what they have though perhaps yeah uh hydro fighter says i wonder if they're going to make their employees go back into the office that would be mean. I mean, his bias is definitely colored there because he's going back into the office. Hey, but maybe that would if they be don't. Yeah. Well, uh, okay. This is a really good tie-in to what... Um, well, let's let's go to Eon like, before I read this Pitchfork thing because he was kind enough to raise his hand. So I, I want to hear from you, Eon. Like, oh, no, ahead, say, it's kind of funny that I'm, I'm kind of between the two of you on the screen because I think that's where I am, really. I'm... Oh, oh I, dang it. I was ah, hoping that yeah, way. Can I, I adjust you? There we there go. We go. <laughs> I think most people are looking at this and thinking, oh, no, they're not going to mess up Bandcamp, are they? Because that, that's where the, where this is really coming from, right? It, it's a loved and trusted resource for labels and artists and everybody. And we want to know that they're not going to stuff it up. Um, and in response to that, I would just say, look, Twitter, right? That's been right royally messed up. But you mean somewhere X? Else I've never heard of Twitter. Along. Yeah, well, exactly. Okay. I've never heard of X. It's stupid. But anyway, someone else will come along and do it. If they mess it up enough, there will be another one because there's a market. But there's a market for it. There's money there, you know. So I hope they don't. But I do feel confident that if they do, someone else will come along and and fix it, you know, because there is a huge market for this. There's money to be made. Somebody will want to take that money. Yeah, that's my. Like, it doesn't need to be a streaming company. We have those. Yeah. It's good to have a, a place that is more like we talk about the funnel of yeah. fan to uh, artist. So you have these casual listeners who find you on YouTube or on streaming platforms. And yeah, maybe you get a small percentage of royalties from that. But the, the goal is then to turn those fans, those casual listeners into fans who then will seek you out on Bandcamp where they can support you or buy merchandise and things like that. So that's important. And Bendu's got a really good point in the chat. He says it's possible that they have more insight in how 
to work with Bandcamp, unlike Epic. And yeah, that's true because right. they actually work with music. I mean, yeah, it's sync, but mm -hmm. you know, there's that. I think this is also just Curtis. I know you were going to say something. This is also a huge reason to always have your own domain, your own website and have merch, mm. have your music there. Like I mentioned in the patron, I made a website. I get a lot of traffic for the blog there that follows my YouTube channel. I have my albums there to buy. I have merch. I've never seen a sale on it, but it's there. And if stuff goes down, I at least have a place that I control that mm -hmm. I can, you know, guide people to yeah. uh, still from Spotify and things like that. You know what's Curtis, happen, oh, go ahead. Because you control it, right? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, nothing's yeah. certain, right? Like, you know, the, the company you're using to have the domain, something could happen, but it's like far mm -hmm. more of a certainty than a company that's getting bought and sold and bought, you know, things like that. Curtis, what were you going to say? Um, I wonder, and I might be uh, going off on a bit of a tangent here. I wonder if firstly, uh, whether Song Trader will allow their employees to unionize. And also, perhaps, maybe if they did, maybe they saw the fact that Epic didn't allow or didn't like the fact of unionization and thought, you know, well, we want to treat our workers a bit better than that, and then bought them. Maybe. Hopefully. I mean, that's a good tie-in to uh, that Pitchfork article. Do you have anything else you want to say it before is. we move over to that? Uh, let's go straight to it because I think we've got a lot. We've got more. We've got uh, the Discord is uh, sorry. The chat has been alive and the Discord during the week's been alive. I want to go through it. So let's go to Pitchfork. All right, let's go over to it. So I will share it. So um, the main part. I mean, it's it's really just the news. But the main part that I wanted to say was um, where is it in that second paragraph, Curtis? near the end of it asked whether artist revenue shares user experience or the editorial platform bandcamp daily will be affected by the acquisition song trader declined to comment a representative for epic games also declined to comment on the sale pointing to the company's public announcement which didn't really say anything also of note i i be remiss in not mentioning this uh the sale as they say was announced when epic announced that they were laying off 16 percent of its workforce so there's also oh. that uh, down at the bottom, the pitchfork says this year's members of Bandcamp editorial, design, support, and engineering staffs unionized. Bandcamp United shared a brief statement on social media on Friday, and this was posted September 28th, which was last week. So that Friday, I don't have the date on hand again with this uh, baby. I don't know what day it even is right now, but they, they wrote on Thursday, Epic Games announced that SongTrader is acquiring Bandcamp. Thanks, everyone, for your support and solidarity as we go through this transition. We're still preparing for our scheduled negotiations on 10-2 and 10-3. So that just happened with Epic Games and have submitted a formal request to management for more information about the sale. Bandcamp United is looking forward to bargaining with SongTrader in the near future regarding wages, working conditions, and benefits. It's our hope that SongTrader honors our existing progress, including union security and preserving artist first mission in our collective bargaining agreement that we've already made at the bargaining table. Stay tuned. So I don't know if there's been an update. Again, that was um, last mm. week. They said they had talks on the 2nd and 3rd of October. So that's yesterday and the day before. So uh, we'll we'll check back up on that and we'll talk about that. If there's been any updates, we can cover that next week. You guys have anything else before uh, Curtis gets into the Discord? No. Let's, let's no. go to that. We've silenced Eon Lake. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. I think we've we've stumped him, uh, which is cool. Uh, I mean, hopefully, we'll see more. I assume that as soon as there's a little bit of trick, we'll have to have an, a longer show just to account for the tirade which will unfold. Um, That's true. Just, I might uh, have to leave I, early I, for that one. <laughs> we'll do an X-rated show. <laughs> 
That's we'll a Patreon we'll exclusive one, I guess. Yeah, Patreon exclusive. <laughs> yeah, entirely. Yeah, um, he's all the curse go, words he wants. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like I say, during all this, oh, we've just lost some water. Um, I'm sure he'll be back. Um, That's not even the slightest bit alarming since he's in control. Oh, well. Yeah, here we go. Oh, he's popped back in. He's in the green room. Hang on. Here you go, brother. button on my computer, and it just was like, nope. Yeah. Not that button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not that button. No. <laughs> this is where the sleep deprivation is coming in. So, you know, that, it just proof, further proof that I'm not an AI, or maybe it's proof that I am and I glitched out. I don't know. Mm, Representing fathers everywhere. It, it's glitch warper. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, uh, ultimately, uh, the question comes down to whether it manifests or not. And th th like I say, the chat's been quite alive, but also the Discord was alive, and we want to do it. And if you want to get involved in the chat, uh, head over to our Discord channel. All these things that we talk about, kind of we go into deeper depth, and as a community, we discuss it in our Discord. So the link is down below if you want to get involved, um, or if you want to DM us, we can send you a link, and you can get you signed up, that kind of thing. Um, it's a good place. It's good fun. Um, the But yes, can this be considered positive for Bandcamp's growth? Now, obviously, the jury's still out to a certain degree, uh, but I wanted to share with some people uh, some updates from what people in the Discord were saying. So mm. Lars Hur, one of our uh, patrons and uh, curator of Fringes of Sound, a wonderful, wonderful little online magazine, he's uh, tentatively hopeful about it. It could help out since they have connections in the sync and licensing segment. However, they could just try to bleed us dry and ruin everything there. That is fair. Um, he also says that at the same time, it kind of makes sense. It's weird that a video game company bought, in talking about Epic, bought a music platform. Um, it won't have an effect for a while. Uh, it may have some more positive effects as far as promotion and networking, but we can also see how it might get a bit greedy. Um, Asef Stripe, uh, another patron, says, if you went into debt to fund this acquisition, I'm worried, but I wonder if they'll try to get Bandcamp folks to purchase more services like licensing, etc., which... Education in that, again, that's what I'm saying. Education in that factor is a really good aspect. You know, it's more than just getting streaming royalties. You know, sync licensing is really important. No, I think and finally, the opportunity uh, it opens up could be really good. The concern is just how they go about doing it. Hmm. Yes, completely and utterly. Yeah, completely. And finally, Limot uh, de Abbey. Uh, that certainly sounds positive. One comment to ask about covering licensing. I would love for BCs to take up the mantle. Um, I have one I'd like to put, and there would be open to doing more if they did, open to doing more music if sync licensing was involved. Um, at the same time, uh, they work for a megacorp, uh, and there were some massive, huge changes, and you just never know on the back end of this. So, again, some positivity, some negativity, but ultimately, we'll see what happens. Yeah, Completely. yeah. I got. When I put. Yeah. I posed the question on my Instagram, and almost everybody was just saying, "Like, can't wait to see what useless thing they add, or they're gonna give them five months until they mess up the UI or something." But it is interesting mm. to note. I mean, Bandcamp's website has like never been updated. Like the actual artist page is the same as it's always been, basically. Uh, it's interesting that none of that has ever changed. I mean, don't broke what's or don't fix what's not broken, right? But it's in, it just it's kind of like a time warp when you see the website. It's very it's like not archaic, but you know, a, of a of an older time, let's say, or something, right? It's that's very true, yeah. But but I also think at the same time, it's not 
done this thing that everyone seems to want to do and, and musk is a particular champion of this it's like diversify into every bloody thing under the sun yeah and make it you know you know dilute its its use its purpose and so on it, it's actually serving a purpose and has done it quite well and to the point where it can suffer having a UI that's perhaps a little dated and only having just introduced concepts of playlists and stuff like that. I think it kind of, in a way, goes to show that it's been popular despite all these things. I mean, it's a it's a platform that's needed. It has its purpose and it works great. And I'm not criticizing the way it looks. It's cool. I'm mm. just saying it's interesting. Like there's been no need to update it. Yeah, they could make it more flashy and they added video and things like that. But it's actual like UX or UI is pretty much the same as it's always been. It is it very customizable. It doesn't seem to be fighting for your attention in the same way as other platforms do. Like streaming platforms are all about trying to keep you engaged and look, new yeah. music is really new. Look, this just came straight out of the artist's mouth. It's new, fresh, yeah. you know, whereas Bandcamp, it just survives on, on what it is and the fact that people want to go there and look at stuff. I also think Bandcamp Daily and the new and notable and even like on the bottom of a album page, it recommends like, oh, supporters also support this. Yeah. There's a lot of really cool ways they do, I guess, algorithmic, not necessarily algorithmic, but suggestions and things like that in a way that's so much more artist friendly than what Spotify does, right? Where Spotify just makes these algorithms based on what you're listening to and throws the randomest stuff at you. And it's it's what's new and what's this and what's that. And here's some, some canvases and this and that. Whereas Bandcamp is it's, it's like useful to the listener and useful to you as an artist because they're recommending based on what people are buying or supporting and things like that. A couple bits in the chat. Bendu says Bandcamp is quite customizable, though you need to put the effort in. No, it's yeah. very customizable, uh, mm. and that's really cool. But it's just very kind of like old look. I don't know how to describe. It. I'm not saying it in, yeah, I'm not saying it in a negative way, but mm. it's just it it hasn't changed a lot. They've never really changed much of that, and I don't think they need to. I'm just mentioning. It's interesting. JPL says time warp or a sun warp, and then there's an emoji, but of course it doesn't show on. Streamyard, but yeah, and David says true. Eon Lake. Oh, thank you, David. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. Um, be nice to see where it comes down. Um, the there are more opportunities available, and I do believe that if you're going to buy a company and you are invested in the music industry, you're aware of all the streaming websites, and you might also be aware of how social media as a separate entity is now basically a race to the bottom with everyone doing the same thing and there's no variety. Asif Stripe always said that as well. He said it in Discord, I remember it now, about having a competitor, a competitor drive something new. Now with Bandcamp having all of these uh, other aspects to its platform, which, okay, despite its UI and its UX and UI being somewhat archaic, it does provide something different and something slightly um more so to speak for the indie musician than say spotify or apple music oh yeah i do want to believe in the sanity and the the forward thinking of your venture capitalists so to speak and say that they might understand this and want to keep those things and yeah not just turn it into another kind of grinding money machine for themselves can I can I be slightly optimistic to end this and just point out a possible future yeah, that could be interesting? Yeah, so do. I showed please you please in the distribution page. Say again, Eon Lake. 
have a go. All right, I'll, I'll have a go. Let, let, <laughs> let me see. You let me know if this is if this is a, a utopic idea or or yeah. am I just talking dystopic, right? You know, so okay, I showed you the distribution page of Song Trader, right? And you could oh. add a new album or add a new single, and it would go to uh, all the streaming platforms they offer. And it didn't look like that many, but the main players were there. And they also allow YouTube Content ID, which I think is actually cool, even though the Content ID is kind of not the best. Um, mm. But it is another way to get some money. If you have a YouTube and you do live sets or something, you might be able, if you can't advertise on YouTube, you could get it that way. But what if it becomes this sort of one-stop shop? I believe that distribution is free too, but they take a higher back end. But mm. you can get your music on Bandcamp just uploading to Song Trader, right? Like that's it's interconnected and it goes to all these streaming platforms at either a low price or this revenue share thing. But hopefully the Bandcamp revenue share would be the same, but then they would take this higher percentage of the streaming and stuff because they're distributing. That could be nice. You might cut out these distributor middlemen and get everything done in one spot. I don't know. Does that mm -hmm. sound like a nice opportunity or does that sound even worse? Chat. You guys, Curtis and Neon, like, let me know. But I'm just thinking that might be something. I'm trying to see the 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 optimistic well, side, well, right? Certainly you know? a bad thing, yeah. And it would make sense if they're trying to do that, bring everything under one roof. Why need you don't need to go anywhere else, sort a of thing. As long as they do a good yeah. enough job. Yeah, the concern would be: Are they going to take the same right. cut, right? If, if they that they take of mm -hmm. the streaming that they take with the bank that would not be that great but if they could kind of merge the two and keep them as they are that might be a nice way you know we love distro kid but that's 20 to 35 depending on how many artists you use um a year whereas this might be either lower or free i'd have to look to make sure that it's free i think it is and they take like a high percentage on the back end but it could be an interesting way if you don't really care about streaming but you like Bandcamp, you can still get those songs up you know, you don't have to worry about it. They're there, but you can focus on Bandcamp and it's all in one spot. I don't know. It could be cool. Uh, Bendu says, if I could get digital distribution as a perk for my Bandcamp Pro account, that would make me happy. Yeah, that's that's another option. I mean, I was thinking even more free, but knowing them, that would probably be as ben, Bendu is describing that it would be a perk for the yeah. Bandcamp Pro. But who knows? I'm just throwing it out. So uh, just an idea. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anything else, gentlemen, before we move on? No, I think I agree with Ben, though. Yeah, it looks mm. like Survey Channel does, too. And mm. David says it's fine if it's an option, no additional cost. Don't scare away current users like Twitter. Yeah, that's uh, the, the $8 <laughs> thing where they were limiting the... I think they stopped at that rate. What was, it, what was that thing called where you could only view X amount of... Yeah, I think they were tackling bots there, weren't they? And just yeah. making them flag up by limiting everyone. Yeah, and uh, Survey Channel says, or will it turn into Submit Hub for sync and licensing? I mean, it started more like that. And as I showed you, it kind of became less like that in a weird way. I don't know. I mean, th there's so many ways this could go. That's why I wanted to bring this to the table and, and get everybody's opinion on it. Because like Curtis has a much more optimistic view. I'm more pessimistic, but I can see the optimism. And I can see like, hey, this could be a good thing if it's done right. Bandcamp has always been artist friendly and if it stays that way with song trader that's awesome i mean all these things that these two things could combine with if done right would be great and eon lake is kind of in the middle there too if i'm not speaking for you yeah, but, uh, uh, yeah. it seems like they're going to want to amalgamate these things so it's not just posting your music on bandcamp for sale but once you've put it on there well do you want to set it up for sync as well you know do you mm -hmm. want us to do some distribution to the streaming platforms too 
everything all in one place. You know, there, there are opportunities there if they do it right, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. But let's hear from you guys. Everybody, if you're watching this back, let us know what's your take on this. Where do you think this is mm. going to go? And chat, I know you've shared a ton. We really appreciate it. But if you have anything else you want to add, let us know. We're going to move on to the next topic uh, shortly, but we can get back to it and we can cover more in the future as it develops. Yeah. Yeah. If you're if you're watching back on uh streamers, uh such as Spotify, it is the question of the week. What do you think of uh Bandcamp's uh buying out or Bandcamp being bought out? We want to know. Are you optimistic? Are you a young producer, an old producer? I'd be curious to see whether if you've been in the game for a long time or whether you're making your first beats, how those opinions change. That's that's what would be interesting for me. I think ASF Stripe is ASF Stripe is right to, is right to a degree that it does have the potential to lure new fresh producers uh, down a darkened road if you're not too knowledgeable. I think education is key when it comes to licensing and distribution. You know uh, that is going to be key. So I think I hope people are going to be reading up. So I'd like to know what you think. Yeah, definitely. Ian, like anything mm. else you want to add before we move on? I don't think so. I was just thinking that we might need to start recommending books on the <laughs> on the subject for anyone who does want pointers. But yeah, or just not, ask not, Chat GPT but... for a summary of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got uh, Survey That's... Channel says, "Who is the owner? Let's get him on here and grill the ever living hell out of him." <laughs> yeah. Hey, you're welcome get to tweet Song Trader if if you want to get him on here. Tweet, share the videos, share these live streams, help get the word out. Ask him. And uh, and we can you know say hey hop on Audio Nautic and and we'll try to get them on. Uh, J Bell says I never made a dime off my music, so I mean yeah that I, I do think it offers the opportunity and it's a streamlined way of trying to get sync. And I mean sync a lot of people will say is like the big way to make money as a musician and things like that. For now, considering the ramifications of potential AI as it develops, but uh, mm. I mean this is a streamlined opportunity to get in there. Um, I had never had much luck with it. Sounds like Eon like never had much luck. I mean, we are making more left of field music and things like that. I have some that are more like lo-fi and things like that. But, you know, we it, it's hard to say as we make electronic music and things like that. Um, mm. it, it, we're not making like pop music or these super uplifting same chord progression songs that you hear in every commercial, right? So it's hard to say what's what there, but... Um, but yeah, it's also just to, just to interject. It's just it's just because you've never to borrow J Bell's phrase. If you've never made a dime off your music by this point, doesn't mean that you're not going to down the line. Exactly, that's, a lot, what, I'm, that's, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a, a lot of producers these days, especially in our left of field uh, existence, as you would said, it's some more. Those who started to be yeah. successful, those who have started to make money and create a name for themselves, are you know. Uh, closer to the the uh, the second half of their existence, so to speak. They're 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 a bit they're you know beyond fifty, sometimes beyond sixty, you know that kind of thing. And they've got family and kids, and you know some still work part time doing real jobs, but they're making real money. Like it takes time, and you've got to set the foundations in place before you go on. It's that's very true. That's very true. I mean, I mm. think that's the best way to end this. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I just think these more options and like Ian like is saying, looking into these things, being informed about them, knowing they exist. Like when I went back to Song Trader because of this deal, I was like, oh yeah, let me add some of my new songs because the stuff I was making in 2017, 
is nothing like 2023. And mm. uh, it's kind of like we were talking in the Discord about submit hub and stuff, like more like songs that are more similar to a specific genre or have the the identity or the the qualities of a genre like that's in a lot of these songs and stuff like that will probably fare better on this. They also fare better on submit hub and stuff. So if you're trying to do this for a living or things like that, you can kind of do like a 50, 50 or 75, 20, but like whatever, but make the music you love and then make songs in genres you enjoy that are kind of, I don't want to say cliche, but have some of these similarities and things, but put your own expression on it. And if those can get chosen and stuff, then that's an option too, you know, but it's still your identity, like your song. You're just, doing that i don't know it's just just a thought depending on where you want to go with your music and stuff I, I wouldn't say that's like selling out but it is playing the game a little bit you know Tina has decided to stand up um so why don't we move on to koala and see what she, yeah, uh, let's see just get let's get there. a quick right. zoom though first just, you know it's just <laughs> just and that's when she decides to turn around so thank you darling that's why thank we zoomed in <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's why we zoomed in uh i do want to say david says uh that's very true curtis about what you were saying very very true and uh survey channel says my chat is delayed so it's sent twice no problem at all i was going to share it anyways oh. but i thought it was very important so maybe you wanted to share it twice so we'd cover it but don't worry we always got you um and j bell says i thought you said beyonce not sure in reference <laughs> what that's in reference to but but yeah all right <laughs> I, and he I also says hey tina so <laughs> shall we move on i think let's, we've exhausted yeah. the subject let's do it uh koala's new mixer some of uh, came out of hibernation i mean if you think the band camp one uh story was big it is big but nothing uh <laughs> tickled some of his fancy i woke up one morning to a wonderfully excited voice message about koala's new mixer uh and it brought, i hadn't heard from him for days which if you are a fan of the show you've been in for a while it's not often that i go a couple of days without hearing from some author but obviously obvious reasons but this is a story that brought him out of our hibernation uh what's going on some author okay before we go to that though i just have to share a little bit j bell sounds like he's got a personal problem with you but he's asking publicly he says i want to ask curtis about my baby jammies so you can sort that out off episode just message curtis he, he's available to talk Hydrofire <laughs> says, I love this one. Nothing like breaking in a new mic by letting the cat rub its ass on it. <laughs> yeah, that's in the instructions, isn't it? Yeah. And then Survey <laughs> Channel uh, says, well, Curtis's 2316 polka track get licensed is the question. I mean, you never know what someone's looking for, right? There was a, in Home Alone, there was that whole polka section, you know, with um, yeah. uh, who was the actor? Um, John. Oh, John Candy. Yeah, John Kent. So you never know. You never know. Time signatures are just a myth, anyways, right? You know. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, Koala Sampler. Okay, I get excited about it because Koala Sampler is five dollars. There's one update that's five dollars, and then this new update that's five dollars. So fifteen dollars for a super powerful sampling app that can do a lot, and now it can do some things that even the SP four hundred four can't do, and you know that piques my interest so uh we'll just share a quick little video uh from koala sampler to show what happened i'll talk a little bit about it but i'm gonna do a live demo next week on audionautic so if you want to check it out watch it next week we'll post that uh we'll post the live stream the day before but if you're new or you want to check it out hit subscribe and we'll talk about it next week but let's show this video if you don't mind hitting play curtis Thank you. 
bass line. So there's the mixer. And there's the effects. So they've added a mixer and 16 effects. So I'm gonna stop it there because we'll we'll do a proper demo. And if you have any questions, we'll be live with it so you can ask the questions. But basically, they've added 16 effects that are really good. They've added a master bus channel so you can master with the new effects they've added, like compression, limiting, EQ. If you like a little reverb on the master, you can put that there. And they've added four bus channels so you can take every pad, which you know contains a sample each, and you can assign it a bus. They've even added side chaining. SP doesn't have side chaining. SP doesn't have all those multiple effects you can add per bus channel. So there's some stuff on this little $15 app if you buy all the updates that mm. the SP, some of these things can't do. Um, it's just really cool. It's in your phone and you can do all kinds of stuff. Uh, really quick before I get your guys' opinion on it. Uh, Survey Channel says, wait, if I own Koala Sampler, will I get these goods? So there's two updates uh, I would recommend buying if you use Koala Sampler, but this is the new update totally it might just be called the mixer update it's five dollars and then there's the samurai update which adds piano roll and a couple other things so you have to buy it so all together it's about 15 bucks if you but that's with the app which is five um so i think it's worth it if you use sampling if you like to use your phone you can sample sounds from an app like those synths we use and things like that and it's awesome since the survey channel is not sold on it with the oof but i gotta tell you i've been using it it changes everything with koala i'm i'm really digging it there, there we go um uh, the uh, to answer j bell's uh question yes the app is only 15 dollars. so it's five um, for the app just to clarify five, it's five yeah. for the app but if you want all the other perks there's a samurai update which adds a piano roll a couple other things and then um it's another five for this new update so to all told it would be 15 but uh you could just get the app and do a lot with just the app for five bucks Oh, and Survey Channel says, I'll snag it. I have the Samurai update, I think. So you, it would just be another $5. In my opinion, it's highly worth it. You could master on there. I've been mastering with it. I'm going to do a video breaking down everything on my channel, and I'll be sharing my master chain on that. So that'll be there in a couple weeks because it's it'll be a while before I can film. But yeah, the effects are really, really good. Um, David says, I have the app, but I've not tested it out. I recommend you try it. It's awesome. And then J Bell says, I like it, but I never take music I make on the phone serious. Is it like GarageBand? I, I don't like GarageBand at all. I make tons of songs on Koala. It's it's kind of like having an MPC that's like portable. You can chop samples. There's a lot of tactile things you can do in Koala, but it's all sample based. So you can't, you could put a synth sample in and then use chromatic mode, but you can't just like be like, I want a synth and throw a synth in and, and play on the synth. It's totally different from GarageBand. It is a sampler through and through. I uh, be curious. I, I, I'm a big fan of the flip. I got the flip sampler and I'm a big fan of that. Um, and I have the vanilla and I believe I have the samurai update. I haven't got the mixer update or anything like that. Um, It'd be interesting to see, and then maybe we could do a we could do a little kind of like show based around these. Uh, I think I'm a sure shootout Eon would Lake, be good, or a comparison. Shootout, would be cool. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sure I'm sure Eon Lake's got everything. So um, oh. I have. <laughs> you know, wow, this is, this is wow. Trophies available. Maybe, maybe <laughs> that's what we need to do. And I do like it, and I like how portable it is. Yes. And if you've um, ever wanted to do music, but I don't know, for some reason you're not allowed in the studio, this thing's perfect. You don't have to stop. 
You can yeah, carry yeah. The biggest what problem I, I found with any kind of app that you do music on is you can't get enough dirt into it sometimes, and oh, everything sounds a little surprised, man. They've got the well, new bit the cooker they added. They added mm. a bit cooker, which is like this bit crusher, but you can change sample rate yeah. and bit rate, and you can get it to sound like you know the SP twelve hundred, dude. It's the mm. effects they've added are crazy, and then you like I put a drive on the master channel and just put the mix to like five percent, so yeah. a little little. Oh man, you can do some crazy stuff. We'll talk about it next week. You'll see. But that bit cook, I think it's called bit cooker, and then they added a, a warble like a vinyl. So they've added some really cool effects. The only one I'm not that sold on is the reverb. It's a little weak, but they yeah. added a on their Twitter. They mentioned they've added a Google form where you can put recommendations for effects. So they're looking to add effects and things like that. So, I mean, they're listening and uh, and doing all that. So, yeah, I, I would recommend if you like making music on your phone or want something portable or like me where you're in the yeah. house a lot. My plan was to have the SP with the computer, but I haven't even been able to get on that. But I can go on the phone and do little sampling workflows because the way the workflow is it's very easy to do quickly and i i just love the chopping of samples and things so yeah and uh david says i love the ipad bit crusher and cubasis or valves yeah i know you've been doing some some good stuff with cubasis as i've heard and i'm working on so uh yeah i we can talk more about that next week uh live demo and more getting into the benefits pros and cons of uh mobile phone sampling uh down the line so uh yeah any more on that or should we move across the round robin no we'll we'll, we'll do enough of that next 60, week 60, yeah, 63 <laughs> so i'll make that a 63 uh so yeah so uh let me make a note of this um and as we go into the round robin we will say i'm sorry curtis can i just interrupt you real quick because survey channel asked uh i'm not seeing the mixer upgrade maybe not available on android yet i don't know that's a good question i'll look hit. into it do you have that mixer update uh, you can do it uh, as in if I do mixer, right? So if I go across to perform, yeah, I think you click. That's right. Yeah, yeah. it's in perform and on the bottom and right mixer. mixer. If you hit that, it says, do you yeah. want to update? Yeah. Thanks, Curtis. Yeah. My sleepy deprived state is, is not having the, uh, the, I bought this in like a whole oh, what mixer. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know go. how I did it. <laughs> yeah. So if you go to the perform section, as Curtis said, and uh, hit mixer on the bottom right, let us know if you see it, Survey Channel. If not, we can talk after the episode. Uh, but it should be there because Curtis is on Android. All right, Curtis, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Carry on, oh, my friend. Fine. No, it's totally good, totally good. Um, the Yes, we're over the round robin. I need to just do the, the right way, the right way. Yeah, so the round robin. Um, this was lovingly brought to us by FCC, who was meant to be uh, guest hosting with us this week, but sadly was taken ill at the last minute. We hope you feel better, Paul. Uh, sorry to hear that you're hope, hopefully on the sofa feeling a bit better. Um, but he brings this to us, um, the idea of inspirations and concepts within personal branding, which ties in quite nicely. If you've made an album and you're going to put it out through the all in new invigorated band camps that was been recently bought by Song Trader, and you're looking to get some sync licensing. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and if you How recently might... turned on to the episode, check earlier for all about Bandcamp and Song Trader. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Um, we how, just woke you up. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it's, it's, it's an interesting uh, conversation to be had. How the devil do we uh, brand ourselves or create a personal brand about what is essentially our very vulnerable creative expression of the self? 
Um, what, how do we get our inspiration? What are the themes and concepts, useful, good? Which ones are good? Which ones are bad? What are the pros and cons? And quite fundamentally, how do we take these ideas and apply it to a constant, and I stress constant, personal branding motif? that people can identify with. And I use constant because some will protect it one step further later on. Or completely uh, the other direction, right? Exactly. That is the constant. The constant is nothing is constant. Constants are changing. That's what I named my model. Uh, Curtis put models. He put the Curtis model, the Eon Lake model. And then I put for the Sun Warper model, constants are changing, which is my favorite Boards of Canada song. But mm. my life, sorry, what? Life philosophy as well. <laughs> exactly so the, the question is how do we brand ourselves and what do we do and i thought it would be interesting to each share i created this idea of a model um but it's inverted commas for people listening on apple podcasts i am doing the bunny ears i mean it's and he's showing his hands it's not an ai model I'm sure, man. Def definitely yeah. me um and i have made some i've i've put some through i made some assumptions i've i made i i what's the phrase i allure allude to a couple of our patrons um who i'm inspired by um and i might if i get anything wrong if i if i say anything wrong or something you don't agree with please let me know um but it's just to illustrate illustrate the different ways in which you can use your own creative expression to create this sort of brand which we think of the word brand as icky and disgusting and horrible because it's you know about making money but you know, going back throughout history, musicians, artists, actors alike have all put on masks and performed. And that's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing insane inherently wrong with that. Um, so yeah. where do we want to start, gentlemen? Should we start with, should we start with Eon Lake, perhaps? Yeah. Is there, is there a direct question or do I just explain my philosophy? Well, Okay, this Curtis, why, don't, why don't you share yours yeah. first and then share what you thought of Eon Lake's model as you coined it, and then mm. we can go to Eon Lake and then I can share mine at the end. Okay, all right, um, let's do that then. Well, uh, to start simply, if you're new to this, if you're new to me, uh, all of my songs exist within one universe which exists inside my head. Um, the Voltang system. Every song is a connection and a little story and a little chapter in this ever-growing saga of this universe and these civilizations which are clashing, coming together, creating beauty and destruction. There are woods and there are creatures and there are landscapes, imagined landscapes, if you would. Um, and they are ways in which um, I tell these stories, essentially. And yeah. So that's that's running through. So if you see through the artwork and you see through the stories and the chapters and the backstories to all my releases, they all exist in this kind of sphere. And I embody that consistently in my chaotic nature. That's kind of where I'm coming from, if that makes sense, if that's clear to you guys. So every time I sit down, I create, I go into this little fantasy world and I unravel a little piece, a little bit more of what this universe exists. All right, okay. and and then I I I love that model. I love your whole ethos around your music. But what would you describe Eon Lake's as? Let's put your words into Eon Lake's mouth, and then we'll let Eon Lake clarify. Well, I've, okay. So I called the Eon Lake model. I call this the ideas and expressions of the inner self. Um, 
having discussed things with Howard quite a lot and where he's going yeah. with his kind of future releases. This is all about inner inner growth, inner expression, getting in touch with one's feelings. Um, am I on my way off the mark there, Ian Lake? No, not at all. It, it, it's kind of nailed me. He knows where I'm coming from. <laughs> so, yeah, how do I best express this? I, I, there's always something going on in my head when I'm writing something. It's always making me think of something. The point of Eon Lake as an artist that I'm exploring is it, it's all stuff to do with the human condition and, you know, existence and expressing these things. Um, there's a there's a quote about music that um, it, it expresses what cannot be expressed and a about uh, and upon which it's impossible to remain silent and and for me the music that i love the most that moves me the most is emotive music that's got that, that speaks to some yearning in you or some unresolved feelings in you or something like that and that's kind of the stuff that i want to do so yeah i don't i'm not as overt as as curtis as far as expressing that uh, theme you know really clearly but there is always something in my head sometimes you might pick up on it because of the way a song is titled um there was a, a theme that ran all the way through my first album where it evolved from one thing to another there's a reason it's called what it is i i don't do it necessarily to to share that with anyone who's listening to it it's more so there's a theme for me to keep the imagination going to to try and get involved in it more so that you're accessing something on a deeper level in you when you're trying to write it rather than um trying to be you know some um slightly pretentious you know listen to too much prog rock in his youth <laughs> sort of person you know when a when a big album concept it's more just so that there's something in the imagination that it comes from somewhere and that hopefully if it means enough to you that some of that will come across in the music because I quite like the idea of music as a form of communication where you feel something, you write something, someone hears it, they feel what you felt or something akin to it. I like that kind of idea, that wordless transmission of something. So, yeah. Usually there is something going on. It's usually about the human condition in some way, unresolved things or, you know, existentialism or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I try not to be too overt about it because I don't want it to appear to be too self-interested or, you know, pleased with itself. It's, it's not supposed to be clever necessarily. Um, it's just it is what it is. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's what I really like about yours. I think. Sorry to interject. I just I, the notion of it's it's the more you think about it, the more it kind of slips away. If that makes sense, like a dream, like like mm. like existence. Like yeah, and that's what I love about it. You know, um, it's amazing in that regard. That's all I have to say about that. Thank you. Mm. Real quick, uh, I'm not sure the section because we've got latency between chat and this, but uh, David was asking, is it validation, Eon Lake? Um, I don't think so. 
but I think it's it uh, maybe it is um, uh, looking to connect on a different level, you know, or looking for not necessarily looking for, but thinking maybe there are parallels with other people that it might mean something, you know, that we're not alone in all of this, except when we are. But that's a that's another another concept. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure about the question, really. But um, well, David, can, I, if you can um, give some context, it's just because we are earlier than when you're seeing. So then, when it when we get the chat, which is delayed as yeah. well, coming back, it's like a little while after. So it's hard to know the specific pinpoint. So if you if you want to um, give some context to the question, David, we'll be happy to ask you on. Like uh, David did also say that this is fascinating, hearing others' concepts. Well, I like that too. I like hearing what <laughs> how other people go about this too. Yeah, which it's like we had. Sun well, we had uh, sorry, I'm talking over. Go ahead. No, no, I was just thinking. I was just about to ask Sunwalker about his the constant constant <laughs> change that has changed. Yeah. Well, I think I I took a little bit of branding differently. Uh, just really quick, David did add some context. So, Ian, like, I'm going to throw it back to okay. you really quick. Uh, he says, are you attempting to validate emotions? I don't think so. I think it's perhaps a lot of the time for me trying to express something that's kind of unresolvable in, in some respects. Um, often it's to do with the temporary nature of things and stuff like that. But, yeah, I think it's more just trying to work it out through the music a bit and express something that I can't really put to words very well. Yeah, I get that. And I mean, that when I saw Curtis's description for your model, I was like, well, oh, son of a bitch. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I had to think quick. And that's why I came up with my little constant <laughs> So what I mean by that, though, is I think I took branding slightly different because I'm thinking of it more what you present musically artistically con conceptually per album social media wise all these kinds of things i kind of look at it in a 360 perspective and what i mean by constants are changing is embracing who i am in that moment and each song each album reflects that like that's what i did i mean i've always done that with every song i like to keep my song titles typically kind of vague but to give a description of something or an image and then use the artwork to reflect that to be like, hey, this is what I was thinking when I made it, but you know, leave it vague enough that you can hear it any way you like. Like that's my kind of my favorite kind of music where you allude to something, a story, a concept, something like that, but then it's open ended. And um, I also think when it comes to like the social media side of branding and even just your art, it's there is no such thing as constant because we're humans and we change and, and mm. nothing's ever static, right? And so that's what I mean by constants are changing. Embrace that in your branding. Maybe that's not the best take, but that's what I've been doing and it's been working is that you just, who you are in that moment, express that and, and share mm. that story. And like we always talk about when it comes to albums and things like that, you want to try to present a story to relate, to be relatable to someone listening because that's the best way to kind of build a fan base because it's you're sharing yourself you're I exposing vulnerabilities things like that but in doing so you become relatable and and people who experience these same things like yeah like was saying you're not alone in these things they can go oh yeah that's how i'm feeling or this song really mm -hmm. expresses 
even if it's instrumental, this song really expresses that uh, sadness or melancholy I'm feeling right now, or, you know, and it, maybe it's a totally different reason for it from what the artist was expressing, but it's that, that subconscious feeling that's there. And uh, I think that's what I'm trying to present. I'm very sleep deprived. And I, I came up with the idea quick because I was like, damn it, Ian Lake took my idea, but hopefully that <laughs> makes sense. Hopefully it's not. And it wasn't even Ian Lake. I shouldn't blame him. It was Curtis speaking for Ian Lake. So you both screwed me. <laughs> <laughs> but no, hopefully I'm making sense. Hopefully that's not too heavy. If I'm not making sense, let me know and I'll clarify. But it's basically just that accept who you are in the moment and express that. And and it's kind of hard, but be willing to to share your emotions and vulnerabilities and things like that. And just be who you are. And and yeah, maybe the songs are no longer the same, right? Like I always get worried if I'm releasing something. Like the latest song I released a couple of days ago is a wind chime that's like reverb to hell and back. And then I play a guitar on top of it. And there's no time signature. Like I said, time signatures are a myth. Uh, there's no time signature, nothing like that. But it, it was what I was feeling in that moment, all the anxiety mm. with like a, a baby coming and like all the change and stuff like that's just what I felt. And I was like, I'm going to present that. And that's just and if somebody relates to it, then great. And then over time, you know, with different releases, you get different things. And like David said, yes, be authentic. So, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. something real. I think at least. Yeah. Something real. I think we we live in the age of uh, authenticity, and I don't think that anything but the honest representation of what we are um, is anything but going to work. Like um, I, I always come back to it. That's saying sticking feathers up your bum does not make you a chicken, and I always come back to that. I love that quote, and I just it's I, you know it's it's like on my forehead, you know. Thanks for um, saving me over there. <laughs> say again. Thanks for saving me the bother. I don't need to experiment now. <laughs> it's just, you know, we, we live in a world where everything's airbrushed and everything's out. But, you know, so the only thing that people do is connect with the, with the reality and what it is. And, you know, your branding can change. Your, the way you promote yourself and the way that you express yourself can change, obviously. But there's no room for anything but. There's no such thing as a cookie cutter um and it doesn't work it doesn't work in that sense and so um for example there's like to kind of get off on that like some of the most creative and honest expressions that i've seen and again this is where i have a caveat if i'm speaking ill of anyone because i'm making assumptions if i'm speaking ill of anyone please uh let me know but this is where some of the most honest expressions of the self that I've seen, for example, comes with aesthetic consistency and that's the, and there the abstractness of the artwork that which is created. Now, uh, the one that springs to mind is survey channel survey channels got this brilliant, uh, aside from the sound, which if you play a, a, a survey channel sound, you know, it's survey channel. But then if you look at the imagery and the art and the the video work, the vid the visual work and the artwork, it's so intrinsically survey channel. And you just know it coming off yeah. the bat. And in a, in an instant, you know who it is. FCC, uh, uh, who came up with this round robin, is another one. You can see, look at the consistencies yeah. between FCC's artwork in particular, how he has gone for a very deliberate and a very uh well-rounded idea of what he wants to present to the world and maybe that's taking time i don't know but that is it's really interesting because that really puts like your flag in the ground you can kind of see where you're coming from in that regard 
And I think we all think that as well. I think yeah, we'd yeah. all agree on that, definitely. Survey gave a little smiley. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, Jeff, you guys can stay on, but I'm going to have to hop off very soon. I got about five minutes. Okay, well, I mean, if we can we can bring this. This is actually coming to where we come to an end. This is these are ours, and it's important to have these conversations and see where we're at. Um, ASF Stripe last week went into it, uh, explained fully where he's coming from, and that is a beautiful, you know, collaboration from the end with his uh, with his father. We'd love to know more about people listening back, be it on the YouTube or on Spotify or anything like that. How are you? branding yourself what is it that you're doing what is it that works for you what have you found is a great way for you to be your authentic self because that's really what it comes down to how do you be authentic in the work that you make yeah definitely and this came from frequency control center uh one of our patrons and our label mate if you have things you'd like us to cover in the round robin or news head to our patreon we've got a discord channel for our patrons we talk about all this kind of stuff and we'd love to hear from you and patrons if you have anything for these round robins you'd like us to cover um we're always happy to talk about it these when they're brought to us they're, they're some of the most fun because we really have to think about it and we love to consider all these things and usually when someone asks it they bring their own perspective as well and it's it's just interesting to hear because you know we can always talk about things we want to talk about but it's great to hear and think about things maybe we don't necessarily think of quite often and uh, try to formalize it and, and put words to it. For sure, for sure. Um, we'll be back uh, next week. Um, thanks for the shout. Appreciate it so much. Yeah, I know it's a channel. We love what you do. It's beautiful. Um, it we'll, well, we'll be back yeah. next yeah yeah very much so um we'll be back next week thank you ever so much for coming in for the chat the chat's been alive today we love having you here so thank you ever so much uh, for your time your energy um thank you ever so much for contributing to the discussion this is a community discussion by large if you want to continue that discussion we're in the discord we're there uh as much as possible come down come say hi uh, get the creative juices flowing. We've got a brand new channel where we're doing contests and collabs. My live stream after the show will be uh, one from Survey Channel where I've got to make a song in 2316, I think. Something weird like that. I've got to double check. Um, yeah, it's going to be chaos, but hey, it's going to be work. Um, love to you all. Thank you very much indeed. Yeah, a couple final bits. Uh, David says, this has been a tremendous show. Nice work. Really appreciate it. Uh, yeah, we, we wanted to do our due diligence. I, I did a lot of research on the Bandcamp. Curtis did too. And uh, like I said, if you guys want us to check out the Song Trader Pro, uh, patrons let us know because we're happy to, to use some of the patron support. Give it a month. See what's there and we can report back on what's going on. Let us know. I mean, it's interesting to know what they offer. But, you know, if, if nobody cares or is interested, it's all fine by us. It, it's all good. But we just the offers there. We're willing to look into it. And um, yeah, we it's great being back. Uh, it's been awesome talking with you all patrons. It means a lot always to have your support and, um, and just, you know, talk, we'll talk on the discord and I am going to be doing a massive update to the Audionautic radio playlist. We hit over 500 followers on it and we're getting streams on it. So if you have music to go on it, send it in the discord. We have, uh, open for everyone discord channel for the Audionautic playlist. I'm making a big radio edition. It's been a while since I've updated it because I've been a little busy, but it's coming. So just put it in there. And uh, yeah, we will be back next week. Like I said, we're talking Koala Sampler. If you have any questions for it, hit us up in the Discord and we'll make sure to cover it. It will be live. So you can, you know, 
if you guys have any sounds you want me to throw in it, send it over. I can make a song live or something with it. If you've got samples, send them over, put them in the Discord, and I'll, I'll mess with them live, and we can make something weird and wonky with it. How's that sound? It sounds awesome. Uh, looking forward to that. Looking oh. forward to that. All right. So yeah, put put those if you've got them in the contests and collabs. I think that's what it's called. Discord channel. If you've got any sounds, one shots, loops, whatever that you want to hear sampled up and see what I can do with them, put them in there and I'll grab them and we'll do it for next week. But uh, yeah, it's been great. We'll be back next week, 11 a.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. UTC. 